Okay, before I get started, I need to set the mood because aren't we on a second date? Oh, it's not working. Awkward. Welcome back, everyone, to the second episode of Graciously Saved Podcast. I am so happy to be here right now. Y'all, I don't know when the enemy is going to stop attacking me, but he has been attacking me every single time I record. Okay, you should have seen how the first episode went, like how many times it took me to do that. Anyways, today was a struggle to get here and... I actually have coffee today. Now, I'm trying to cut back on coffee, but it has not been working lately, okay? I don't like having to rely on anything to make me feel a certain way. So recently, I started noticing that my body is so addicted to coffee. So I've been trying to cut back on it, but having two kids is something else. Let me just get into my roses and thorns, okay? So I'm gonna start with my thorn because I don't have a rose just yet, but I'll come up with that in a second. So my thorn is these kids are something else. I think in my last episode, I said that my son JJ was two. He's not two just yet. He's gonna be two in a couple months. Um, I don't know by the time I release this if he's gonna be two or not, but he's entering the, the terrible twos chat Okay, Elijah just got out of it. He's three years old. He's so sweet. I love him at this at this point of his little life. But JJ, oh my gosh, he is something else. He is testing my patience every single day. I'm over here trying to be a woman of God and he tests that every single day. And it's just been such a roller coaster. It's been a ride. Um, I'm not saying that they are my thorns. I'm just saying this terrible twos era that we're stepping into, I'm not ready for it. Elijah just got out of his and I thought, okay, things are going to be smooth. Elijah just, um, he's finally potty trained. So I'm just like, mm, life is hard right now. I need to make a coffee. And here I am drinking coffee. Honestly, my self-control is not, it's not the best. That's something that we're working through. Okay. So my rose, what is my rose? My rose is that honestly that I'm recording. That is my rose of this day, of this week. Honestly, it's just been like hectic. If you can't already tell from the stress and the sound of my voice, I'm so sorry. This is supposed to be a healing and comforting podcast, but you know what? Life is a little bit messy and that's okay. So <laughs> let's go ahead and get started with this episode. So this episode, I'm very excited to talk about being at the feet of Jesus. So many things are possible when you are at the feet of Jesus. This is where we surrender. It's where we confess. So in this episode, I want to break down how this can be absolutely life-changing and how your faith will just grow when you are at the feet of Jesus. With my experience personally, every time I laid something at the feet of Jesus, I have always felt freedom. I've always felt peace. I've always felt comforted in those moments. And anytime that I try to carry something on my own, that's when I feel like my whole world is like crumbling apart. I never thought that I would say that surrendering is probably one of my favorite things to do now that I have a relationship with Jesus. And it's my favorite thing to do because it frees me. It 
brings freedom, literally brings freedom. When we leave all of our burdens at the feet of Jesus, there is freedom in return. There is peace in return. We don't have to carry these burdens that are so heavy because we were not meant to carry them. And surrendering is not something that you do just one time. Surrendering is something that you do every single day. It's a daily habit that we need to make to go to Jesus and surrender things throughout your day. Just surrender your fears, your doubts, your worries, and just watch what he does with all of those things. Now, this is so much easier said than done. I'm well aware. I was once the type of person that was like, I held on to things and I'm going to go over why we hold on to so many things instead of surrendering. I held on to so many things for such a long time. So I completely understand that it is hard to surrender. It's easier said than done. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, it says, Come to me, all who are weak and burdened, and I will give you rest. That is a promise that we have from Jesus, that he will give us rest in return for our burdens. Isn't that such an amazing promise? Like, why would you even want to carry your burdens when you can just have rest in return? You can have peace in return. Now, if you look up the word surrender, it means to yield or to give in. And when we think of surrender, surrendering to God, automatically we assume that it's some form of sin. We think that that's all God wants is just for us to give him our sin. But it's not just that, actually. Surrendering isn't just giving him all of your sin. It's giving him all of your burdens, too. He wants us to live a life that is peaceful. He wants us to have rest and comfort. He does not want us to be stressed out of our minds all the time and burdened and weary. He wants to give us rest. So why do we think that we need to carry these burdens. Why is it so hard for us to give God our burden? Now, the first reason I think we don't like to surrender our burdens is because we don't like to release control, right? We want to be the ones who are in control all the time. And when I was new in my faith, I was on fire for the Lord. I mean, I still am, and we should still always be on fire. But it's funny, and I know that you guys might understand this, but when you are new in your walk with Christ, you want everyone around you to know about it, and you want everyone to you know, hop on the same boat. And when they don't, you're just like, what is wrong with you? You know, even though you were just on their boat a couple months ago. And so that was, that was honestly me with my husband. Now I was, um, obviously born again. I, gave my life to Christ and it took him a little bit longer. And there were a lot of times where I felt like I was just nagging at him and nagging at him about pursuing a relationship with God. I would talk to him about the Bible. I talked to him about all of these things, my experiences and everything. It wasn't until I released that desire to control my husband's salvation that I actually saw him pursuing a relationship with Christ. And that was something that I can't even take credit for. That that was something that my mom actually advised me to do because I remember, you know, giving my life to Christ and then I was just so frustrated because I couldn't understand why Matt wouldn't do the same thing. And so, um, you know, he always, he believed in God, like his whole life, same thing as me. And, um, he just, I don't know, I guess he thought that his relationship with, with God was good enough, you know? And so I remember talking to my mom about it and I was just like, mom, I'm so frustrated. I don't know what to do. He's not listening, blah, 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 blah. And she said, and I always go to my mom for advice because, mm, 
that that's for another that's for another episode but anyways i went to my mom for advice on this and she said you need to stop nagging number one stop nagging and stop trying to do it yourself start praying about it every single day and let god do the rest this is something that god needs to do through matt and this is something that matt is going to need to want so i did just that i released control and instead every single day i would pray about it i would pray to god i would ask him to make me more like jesus i would ask him to make me sound more like jesus look more like jesus love more like jesus does and i prayed for him every single day And every day I left it there at the feet of Jesus. I didn't stress about it. I didn't worry about it throughout my day. I didn't nag at Matt. I left it there at the feet of Jesus. And I went on about my day. And I'm just so excited that I get to watch him grow to be a man of God. And that's just, I mean, that's just who he is now. Like he is a man of God daily. He's in his word. He's pursuing a relationship with Christ. He's doing a wonderful job at being the leader of our house and seeking God. And this is something that I could not have led him to do. I could not have done this myself. This is something that God had to do and Matt had to want to do it. So that is one of the reasons why I feel like we don't surrender is because we just want to have control. And somewhere in there, there's also pride, right? Now, this definitely ties in with wanting to have a sense of control. If you grew up anything like me, then you were probably taught to have control over any everything and not give authority to anyone or anything, have control over your finances, have control over people, friendships, relationships, everything. That's how I was raised. And you can be this way too because of the way that you were raised or perhaps it's because you were let down before so you have a lack of trust and you kind of unknowingly taught yourself that if you're not always in control then everything will fall apart. And that was me for a long time so I completely get it. Now when you refuse to surrender your life to God, your circumstances, your plans, your intentions, because you think that you're doing things that your way is going to be better for you and that you're going to have a better outcome, you're really dealing with pride. And that pride is telling you that you could do it better yourself or you can do it all on your own. Um, it's really hard to surrender everything, right? Especially if you're new in your walk with Christ, it's so hard to say that you are surrendering everything to him because first of all, we don't even know how to do that, especially nowadays. Nobody really teaches us to not hold everything in, but to release it all. Like, I don't feel like it's being talked about like it should be. And it is actually so unhealthy to think that you should be the one to carry the load, that you should be the one to solve all of your problems and that nobody can help you. It is so unhealthy to think that you need to bottle up all of these things and just figure them out yourself. Every time that I have done that, there has never been a resolution. There has never been a good outcome. It has always been me stressed out of my mind or, and then when I'm stressed out of my mind, I end up taking it out on the people that I love. I end up being a hot mess. I end up being full of anger when I think that I'm supposed to be in control all the time. It does not work out. And that is just my experience. I don't know if you guys experience the same thing when you want to be in control all the time, but every time I have surrendered my fears, my worries, my burdens, all of these things, every time I surrender something to God, 
I literally picture myself at the altar bringing him a box of, let's say, fear. I bring him a box of fear. I pray about it. I cry about it. And I'm just like, okay, this is where it's supposed to be. I'm not going to take this box with me. I'm not going to pray about it and then drag this heavy box along throughout the rest of my day. No, when we pray about something, leave it at the altar and walk away. God will deal with it. Okay, God will deal with these burdens that are too heavy for us to carry. Now, the last reason why I feel like we do not want to surrender things to the Lord is because of fear. And this one really resonates with me because obviously, if you watched my last episode, then you know that I have had quite a few health issues. And I lived in fear for a very long time. I lived in fear of not being healthy ever again. I lived in fear of what's going to happen to my children if I'm sick all the time. Like, am I going to be that mom who's always in bed sick? You know, I had a fear of dying. And so I just remember one day really crying to God. And it was a rough day that I was having. Um, and it started off as something that was like, I, I honestly didn't want to even pray because I was just so upset. I was so upset that I was still sick. I was still suffering. It was still very hard for me to watch my children. And while I was praying to him, he was giving me so much peace and restoration mentally. And as I was praying, I realized that God doesn't need to perform some type of miracle for me to keep following him. And I know that this is something I also mentioned in the last episode, but I also want to mention it now because I had to let go of that fear of not being healed. I had to let go of the fear of what's going to happen to my children. What's going to happen to my husband? Is he going to marry another woman? No, I'm just kidding. I had to let go of the fear of the future, fear of the future. That's what I had. And I know that a lot of people who are going through some type of health issue can probably relate to me because it is real. Fear is real. It's something that we can try to avoid, you know, and the enemy will use anything he can to instill fear into us so that we will stay stuck thinking about the lies of fear, the lies of the enemy, and we will start thinking less of God and his promises and the truth of his word. And I was just really meditating on that and prayed to God. And I said, God, even if you don't heal me, I will still follow you. Just please don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Don't take your presence from me because the place that he takes me to when he just allows me to be in his presence is far better than any feeling of being healthy could ever take me to. I truly believe that when we surrender our fears to God, he does something amazing with that because he sees our faith. And I saw a video once that said, when you are living in fear, you are still believing something that is not yet seen. So why don't we have faith instead? That is still believing something that is not yet seen. When you're living in fear, you're still having faith, but you're having faith in the wrong thing. You're having faith in lies. You're believing that these lies are true. And so when I stopped believing the lies of fear telling me that I was never going to be healthy again, I would never be able to take my kids to school or take them to practice, do things with them. When I released that fear to God, he gave me so much peace and my faith in him really grew stronger. And it wasn't until I realized that, that God actually 
perform this amazing miracle that I can't wait to share with you guys. So those are the three reasons why I feel like we don't surrender to God. And I'm talking about surrendering our fears, our worries, our doubts, our confusion, our questions. When we don't surrender them to God, the enemy will use that to his advantage. But when we let go of our pride, when we let go of our desire to control, when we let go of our fears and we leave them there at the altar, the Lord will take us to a new level of understanding. He will take us to new places in our faith. But first, we have to surrender. I know that we want to see an outcome before we put in the work because wouldn't that be so much easier to just know that everything's going to be okay? But that is not having faith. Having faith is surrendering it, letting go, and just letting God deal with it. And I'm not saying that once we surrender it, things are going to be easy after that. But I am saying that surrendering means rest. Resting is also trusting. So it's a daily act that we are putting our trust in God. We are releasing our burdens and trusting that God will take care of them and us. Now that is it for today's episode. It was a little bit of a short one. I'm still not sure if I want to do shorter podcasts so that you can listen to them like on your way to work or, you know, just going somewhere really quickly, or if I'm going to do the long episodes because your girl likes to talk. So you, you guys can let me know. I hope that you learned a lot from this video. I hope that you will use it in your daily life and start surrendering everything to God. And remember, he doesn't just want you to surrender your sin. He wants to be your father and take care of you. And if you have children that you know that we want to take care of our children, we want to carry the burdens for them so that they don't have to. That's what your father wants to do. He wants to carry your burdens, your fears. He doesn't want you to live a life of stress and worry. So practice surrendering to God and see what he does with your life. I hope that this video helped you. Um, please, you guys, give me some feedback here. Thank you guys so much for watching and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.